You should hear what we had for breakfast. Can you hear the leaf blower or the uh, or the uh, weed whacker that's going out there? Yeah. Yeah. Great. It's a good start. Uh, it's not that bad, though. All right. <laughs> it's like a Tibet, Tibetan chant or something like oh, that. That's how we start every <laughs> every episode from now on. Just to get in the frame of mind. Mm. It's like our ohm. Yeah. Get you on the right um on the right plane of existence so you're you're acceptable to meditation. Yep. <clears throat> Yeah, let's bust out this hour so that the second hour is way better, like always. Oh man, I think we're we're gonna we, we're gonna get this down. I, I feel good about this. About hour one. About everything. I, I feel I feel uh, renewed vigor to start doing this right again. Yeah, actually, I kind of like the system. Um, I do listen to a couple other podcasts that do kind of something like this. Like they'll do like a stint and then stop. And although ours was very very unintentional. Um, I don't know. I kind of like it. I, I, not that I like the time off. I kept on thinking about things that I wanted to tell you and talk about, but I'm kind of glad that we skipped over a lot of it because a lot of it is about cars. Um, Mm -hmm. and no one wants to fucking listen to that every week unless it's a car podcast, which is not. No, hardly. We Um, are not click and clack the Tappet brothers over here. Oh, the Tappet brothers. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've just been so freaking crazy at work that I just don't really want to do anything ever. And then yep. that led, like, I've just been, like, in a hole the past month, so. Like Lane Staley? Yep. Down in a hole? Down it. Yeah, that's a really sad, uh, that's like a really de- depressed, uh, grungy song to start things off this week. <laughs> Down in a hole! Um, <laughs> now we're just stuck with Lane Staley. <laughs> Lane Staley's dead. Oh, that's right. That's right. They're all uh, dead. At least he left. Well, except for Vetter. Right, but and and Sonic Youth. Does Sonic Youth count? I mean, they were right there before. Uh, it was before. It like, was, but but like just before. No, it's like Red Hot Chili Peppers before. I think. I think the walk between Sonic Youth and, and Grunge is it's much closer than Red Hot Chili Peppers and Grunge. Yeah, no, I oh I agree with that. I'm just saying they're contemporaries, and there's crossover. How pissed would you be if you were Queensrÿche? It, it's like worse. Like there's worse than Queensrÿche. Like Queensrÿche got a couple hits out. Like and then. All of a sudden, grunge happens, and it's like, oh, we're not gonna do that. But all the bands that you have, like that you came up with and stuff, those are gonna be the the sound that that we want to listen to. The best part is like, my dad's band was so good, and it was like <laughs> my dad's band. Yeah, my dad. <laughs> they were so good, but like, it's like total hit or miss. I don't know if they would have been popular. I don't know if it was like. They were their own REM or something like that. You know what I mean? Or because they were so they weren't like hair metal. Right. But it was like the 70s influence, but it wasn't anything. Anyway, I just I always wondered, like, would it have worked? All right. Wait, hold on. Can we uh, get a clap in here since we've actually started now? Oh, did we not clap already? No, we, we, we didn't. We snapped a little bit. Oh, um, okay, three, two, one. What were you waiting for on that one? I, it was dead on for me. Okay. <laughs> uh, also, I scared Marcy awake by clapping. Um, wait, do you have any stories? Anything has happened? Oh, man, I feel like there's a shit ton uh, well, all right, just because you're eating a hot dog right now, like a week ago, we like, cause we, like, we've, the guys that I work with, we've worked together there for like five years or so. Mm-hmm. 
and there are just like long stretches of just just like waiting for the clock to 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 run out so we can go home where like we don't necessarily have to be there but we have to be there type shit Mm -hmm. so we talk we always get on like these insane arguments because um, it's it's me and then a, a couple of guys from like uh, Long Island and the city area, mm-hmm. and then this one guy Jones who's from like the northest possible point of of Washington State. He's he's basically in Canada, mm-hmm. and he's like a, he's a old volunteer firefighter, and he's like ten years older than us and everything. But he's like in the media business now, mm-hmm. so he's living in this world, but has this completely like rural sensibility about everything so he's he's fantastic he's a great guy to talk to about anything but being having worked together for five years together there's always like these conversations that i can see are about to get triggered that i guess i'm so sick of hearing about now one of them being like one of them being like an argument about uh pizza and 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 someone and i can see it coming from like a mile away someone mentioned something about pizza and then i can see jones standing up getting ready to like defend Domino's and how good Domino's is and then and then the two guys from new york start sounding off on it which like yeah i mean new york pizza is great and everything i like it la doesn't have very good pizza which is obvious and it's like old stand-up bit and everything like that but at the (laughs) same rate if you put sauce and melted cheese on bread it's gonna be there's gonna be a baseline of like fineness to i'll be fine with it to a certain extent you know Mm -hmm. because they're delicious fatty foods that go together great like and then from there it's just like uh charting which uh which one's better and everything so when i see that one come because we've had that conversation like a thousand times that i i I just i'd walk out of the room at that point (laughs) I i i can't i can't deal with it but a new one started recently that i was just fascinated with um because Jones is so uh, like salt of the earth and like uh, uh, meat and potato type guy that like there are certain things that I assume he likes food wise because we always go to lunch together and stuff so we have to figure out what we're, where we're gonna go what we're gonna eat stuff like that and he uh, but that somehow we got on the topic of uh, he's like yeah when I get fries I, I if they have ketchup packets I just won't have ketchup it's like it's not worth the effort. Which on its on itself is like an insane thing to say because it's the smallest amount of effort you need to do is just tear a ketchup packet to put ketchup on on fries, but I'm fine with that. I can eat dry fries. That's that's fine. But then we're talking about we're talking about uh, soft pretzels. You have you have so, like a big soft pretzel you would get at like a game or a circus or something yeah, like that. Totally. Um, and we were talking about like how you eat stuff with soft pretzels and everything is like it classically like what would you normally have if you have a soft soft pretzel mustard there's mustard and then like you can if you're at like a baseball game or, or a concert venue or something you can get like the cheese whiz stuff for like nachos Ugh. okay yeah <laughs> or if you're in like the public school system i think there was like that was an option as well when i was growing up i i would always go for mustard because mustard's delicious do you like mustard um i do now i didn't as a kid though yeah well, that's the thing. I I had mentioned cheese whiz and mustard, and Jones, this this guy who's like, like you would think he's like total all American and whatnot, just hates mustard. And we and like, I think I knew this, but like this is the first time we've actually discussed it. So we just start like debating the merits of mustard as a food group, as a or, or a, as, as as a condiment, you know, a, a food food stuff Mm -hmm. and i'm trying to think of every every possible thing that mustard would go on and stuff it's like pretzels would be obvious Mm -hmm. so he's not down with pretzels and mustard Mm -hmm. i ask him like me and this guy kingston we i asked him uh like hot dogs marcy okay (laughs) yeah she's trying to attack a squirrel that's outside okay one of these days, she's going to break that fucking window. And I just hope that we're on air. I don't think she's going to break a window. She's going to break that fucking window. It's huge, and she's going to break it. I see it flex every single time she jumps up on is it. Is it single pane, or is it like <clears throat> no, double it's, pane? It's double. There's an in and an out, and then a, it's like 
probably filled with argon gas or that bullshit. It's it doesn't work. It's shitty. It's the worst. They're the worst windows. So hot dogs come up and like classically hot dog, you think it has like a drizzle of ketchup and a drizzle of mustard and whatnot. Yep. And he's completely against it. Like he's like, no, nah, just I'll just do two stripes of ketchup. It's fine. He's ketchup only. Yeah. Okay. That's what I did as a child, though. Okay. All right. Yeah. But you were a child. Right. Well, I know a lot of people who maintain their childhood biases towards food. Uh, Bill Cavanaugh is. Do you like pickles? Of course, I like pickles. Okay, I'm I'm trying. I'm trying to think. You don't like peanut butter. What don't you like? I don't like peanut butter. You don't like peanut butter. That's right. I don't like. Um. Uh. Like if if an onion is cooked to the point where it's like stringy and and like soft, like French onion soup. Is disgusting to me. I mean, good French onion soup is good, dude. What are you talking about? No, it's that 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 ruins the onion for me. I love a raw onion. Oh my god. What what about sausage and peppers? Sausage and peppers, I'll do, but I really I'll do it myself. And yeah, there have been a couple times that I've been okay with that, but it's it just has to be done right. Like yeah, like they like if I do it myself. I'll cook the the onion super high heat for like a second. Same thing with the peppers. I don't want them overcooked. Yeah. So this this all leads back to the conversation about about mustard and whatnot. So as we're talking about things, it becomes clear that Jones also conflates like that. Right. Yeah. That's how I'm using that. Right. Yep. He he conflates everything that is sausage or brat like to being hot dogs. Yes. So, like, I start running through everything that you would have mustard on, and I'm oh like, God. what about bratwurst? And he's like, yeah, it's a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> I go, what about kielbasa? He's like, yeah, it's a hot dog. I'll put ketchup on it. <laughs> I mean, kielbasa is kind of a hot dog. Yeah, no, it, it is. It's a robust hot dog. <laughs> if anything can be likened to a hot dog, kielbasa is a good one. It's close. And then... um. That's so then funny. I'm like, I, I go, well, what about Italian sausage? Like sausage and peppers and whatnot. He goes, yeah, I'd put ketchup on that. Ugh. I'm like, you're fucking insane. Like the other ones you can get away with. I can see it because they have a, a, a subtle sausage taste. See, like you, ketchup is this thing. What though, are you doing? Okay? R2. <laughs> you hear him? Um, so... <laughs> What's she doing? I, they're they're annoying my neighbors. So when we get to the sausage sausage and peppers thing, it's insane because it's Italian sausage. You're gonna put some mozzarella on there. You're gonna put some uh, some peppers and onions, and then like if you're gonna put any type of sauce on there, you're gonna put like a marinara or something on it. Hmm. So he 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 you know hangs his argument on that cross for the end of the night and everything. And then I get home and I'm walking back from the grocery store and it hits me and I'm like, oh shit, I got to ask him this. So I, I start a text thread and I go, hey, what about ham and cheese sandwich? Oh, and boy. he goes, mayonnaise. Okay. What do you, where do you stand on that? I like mayonnaise. On ham? I, I really like mayonnaise, dude. If you're making a ham and cheese sandwich, your your first condiment you're putting on there is is, is mayonnaise? I understand. Okay, put it this way. Every single time I'm going to make a ham and cheese sandwich for Kim, I'm going to put mustard on it and put a bit spicy brown mustard on it for her. That's what she likes every single time. Okay. How that's it, the correct answer. I know that's the correct answer. How I agree with you that that's the correct answer. I won't even contest that. However, there are some things like we were just talking about all that stuff. I didn't chime in at all because I thought it to be maybe – I don't want to be pedantic about it, but like – there are arguments in all directions. Ketchup is the, let's see how I'm going to break this down. Ketchup is this kind of condiment that people put on like everything, which sucks, right? So it's like. Well, the, yeah, but it, it's like an uncreative condiment that mainly makes things taste like ketchup. It doesn't help the, the flavor profile. Correct. That's why like I've seen people do steak and ketchup, which is gross. I've yeah, s- dude. So wait, let's just, let's go over these really quick. Cause I don't want to talk about them cause they piss me off. Okay. Um, I've seen people do um, like hot Italian sausage, like 
as you would do it with sausage and peppers. Just gorgeous, beautiful. Uh, that I think is so nice that you take the grease from the sausage and that is your is your your you know your base. I eat that dry with sausage and peppers. I think it's delicious, right? I don't I don't eat cooking grease. We we know what happens. We do know what happens. <laughs> but just a little bit of like the the, the natural sausage grease mm-hmm. on that bun is enough for me for that. Right. Um, categorically. I've seen a lot of people do ketchup on that. Okay, which which is insane, super insane. Okay, but continue. Let's continue with this because Kim will put ketchup on sometimes on those on those uh, those hot dog category. I guess as as Jones would would put it. But like then, what was I going to say? Okay, then you get to sandwiches. So if I'm ordering a sandwich from a fucking place and they're going to make me a good sandwich. I'm going to go with whatever they're going to do. Okay. I'm not going to say, so it's like usually like oil and vinegar for an Italian, right? You know, you're going to do everything in their section, how they do it. Okay. So obviously they're not going to put fucking mayonnaise on that Italian. If I'm home. Okay. And I'm making my own Italian, which I don't have fucking capicola. I don't have provolone. I might have provolone, but I, I don't have, um, you Prouchette, know. gabagool. There you go. I don't have the <laughs> stuff to make myself like a good Italian, so I'm going to make like a hybrid American sandwich, right? Now, if I'm doing... <laughs> make an Italian-American sandwich. <laughs> right, which is, what I'm, which is what it is anyway. I am going to put mayonnaise on it for me. That's just me. Because I... so... Like mayonnaise, yeah. it mayonnaise is my preferred base, right? So even if I that's such a heavy base, though. I know, but it's so good, dude. If I modify, honestly, like for mayonnaise, I only put on like a poultry sandwich, so like a chicken or a turkey, or like if I'm gonna put it on roast beef, I'd, I'd prefer to make it into like a Russian or a Thousand Island. Right, that's what I'm saying as a base. That's exactly what I meant. Now let's get back to the turkey. That's a good call. The Dude, be- the best turkey, sandwich, turkey sandwich with like the cheap lettuce, like the iceberg lettuce, uh-huh. and some mayonnaise, and then some salt and pepper on there. Uh-huh. That that's like one of my my like, I remember like my grandmother making me that sandwich or whatever, and yeah. it's just the most simple thing. Or like go, when we would go to the track during the summertime and just make a simple turkey sandwich with like Sara Lee turkey roll and stuff like stuff I would never buy now because what it's the just... fuck is go to the tractor. Go to th- go to the track during the summer. Oh, I thought you said go to the tractor. I was like, what the fuck is that? Well, we used to go to the tractor, and, <laughs> <laughs> and my grand, my nana would make me a turkey sandwich, <laughs> <laughs> serve me up some switchel <laughs> for all the hard haying we would about to be doing. Everything's got to go back to Vermont for you. All right, so you were saying about the turkey. So I'm just going to one-up your turkey sandwich, which you described it's perfect. What you described is perfect. I'm going to one-up that and say that my favorite sandwich during the entire year is the the Friday after Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. You, Hands down. You have the turkey. You mix your dark. You mix your, 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 your lighter uh, meat colors. Beautiful. And you add... That little bit of I try to like um, get the stuffing in a state where I can slice it a little bit. Yeah, you it reconstitutes when it when it gets cold and you it can just, just slice it. Yeah. You just slice it. I'll heat up that center portion first so that it's nice and warm. I don't have a microwave. I just do this like you know the way I do it. Usually the toaster oven. Right. Toast the bread. Same exact thing. Salt, pepper, nothing else, and then mayonnaise. Just unbelievable. No, no man. Yeah. No, with a turkey, with a Thanksgiving sandwich, you have everything there. To I make don't the like. Sandwich. I don't like the cranberry stuff. You gotta put the cranberry. I on don't there. like the cranberry. And then, and then you you don't use mayonnaise. You use the cold solidified gravy that's in there, and you smear that on like the mayonnaise. <sighs> I won't disagree with that. However, mayonnaise doesn't mayonnaise is the same thing as ketchup there. It's completely masking like no, ma- no, 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 have, no, no, no. You don't have mayonnaise at the at the Thanksgiving dinner table. It doesn't belong on a Thanksgiving sandwich. It doesn't belong on a Thanksgiving di- dinner table, but it belong I don't 
glob the are you having a problem with like how I'm putting it on? Like I'm not no, globbing this shit no, on. This no, is the I'm, lightest bit of mayonnaise. It's it, it's 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 inclusion at all that bothers me on this one. Yeah, but it doesn't take over the profile of that sandwich. That sandwich is still like the Thanksgiving table has everything you need to make a sandwich. You don't need to reach into the fridge for anything else. It's a good argument. You're just it's just not how I do it. That's a it's a well stated argument. Okay, but that's just not how I do it. Agree to disagree. I also really like a turkey club. Well, I yeah. Always, I always try to fi- try to find if a, if a restaurant has a turkey club, that's usually one of the first things I'll try there. Yeah. And, so and so you get a goes. base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm with you there. I I do that for certain things. Breakfast places I'll always do, uh, like a standard. I'll try to get like a standard omelet. And then if they do like a homemade, um, what's it fucking called? Um, God damn it. What's the, the beef breakfast meat? A corned beef hash. Thank you. Jesus Christ. If, if a place meat makes a, like a, a homemade corned beef hash, yeah, that'll be my, I'll try to do like some sort of combination breakfast with like a standard omelet. And then corned beef hash, and I'll try. You know, I'll go that way. Kim will always get the 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 home fries anyway, so I'll get to taste yeah. the home fries. But yeah, I'll always I'll always <clears throat> look to see if they have a bacon, eggs, and like hash browns or home fries. Yeah, option, and that's usually what I'll try the first time at a place. Yeah, except out here, like you can always find a really good like everyone's got like a breakfast burrito or a breakfast taco. Sure. Oh, when I was in when I was. Uh, in Vegas for my convention, I stayed at the Cosmo, and there's an egg slut in there. So Excuse a, me? There's a, a restaurant called Egg Slut. Oh, it's called Egg Slut. Egg Slut. Okay, I got it. Um, and there's one in L.A. that I've never been to because it's downtown, and the lines it's a are chain? insane. Yeah, there's a few of them. I think there's one in New York City, too. Real weird, but okay. I, I I had their their just basic uh, breakfast sandwich, and I'm a sucker for breakfast, man. It was so damn good. Very good brioche roll, which I'm not usually down with, but it, it it was really good. A brioche roll can be used so it's like one of those weird things that can be used so poorly but used so well. Yeah. <sighs> so weird. Wow. So, we didn't talk yeah. about anything but food. I love it. This is. Yeah, it's a that that's you know, that's us at our best usually. Yeah, because we we we've raised some controversial uh, questions and see where we land on them. No, I think we I think it's one of those things that in normal life we probably unconsciously excel at individually, and then when it's when we're together, it's always like we pretty much always make good food. So that's kind of a great that's a great thing. Most of my friendships are based on food, <laughs> except for Francois. But like, uh, actually, you know, not based on, but but I mean, incorporates food to some very heavy extent. You know, right? Francois always makes me probably like the greatest cup of coffee I'm gonna have like that month whenever I see him. You right. Know? You know, he'll always be like, "Oh, do you want coffee?" And it'll be like whatever. It could be three in the morning. It'll be, you know, one in the afternoon. He'll think it's like you know we're we're Cuban or something, and and I'll be like, "Fuck yeah, let's do it." Wait, one in the afternoon is late for you for coffee? Yeah, I don't do uh, unless it's like uh, I drink coffee up and up until I get home at you know seven or eight o'clock. Yeah, dude, I can't do it all man. day long. I can't. I just can't. I um, I stop. I stop at a certain hour. I don't. I don't know what that hour is, but it's different every day. But it's like whatever the natural cutoff is. It's do you like, feel coffee? Do you get jittery and stuff? Yes. Or, or, yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 I, I'm, I don't do any. Uh, we've talked about this, right? I don't do any drugs. Well, there's no. Uh-huh. There's no uh, physical altering substance, no matter what it is. How even like caffeine, legal, natural, whatever. I it I I literally can feel it affect me. Right. So, you know, I can tell the difference between um, certain roasts. Uh, Someone put, um, I got, no joke, I got, uh, sometimes when I'm running out of the house and Kim has, like, already left, and I don't know if she's had more coffee or if I've had more coffee that morning, but, like, I'll leave the house and not have kind of enough time 
to make a second pod or something like that. So I'll just run by one of the the stores in town and just fill up for like a dollar right. my, my to-go mug. The other day, I fill up with something called Vermont Preserve, which is just like one of the normal whatever Green Mountain coffee things. It's preserve. It's not reserve. It might be reserve. I'll take Vermont, a, Vermont I'll, preserve. Doesn't sound like <laughs> an I'll edible ta- thing. I'll take a. I'll take a picture of it. I can't remember what it is. It's Vermont something. There are a couple different ones, but um, anyway, someone had put a different coffee in the one labeled that. Which oh right. When I was thinking about it, I thought that probably always happens. That pro- like they probably just do that. I don't know if they they they're probably refilling those damn things so fast that like I don't even know if they care. It's probably like all a breakfast blend of all the same shit. Mm-hmm. But not to like throw them under the bus or anything and be like they're bad at what they do. But like, why would you label them at all at that point? But I know it was mislabeled because I tasted it and I was like, oh, this is the. I knew exactly which one it was. It's the. Um, uh, Vermont Coffee Company makes this like Italia Rustica like crazy crazy dark roast which for some reason always like I can always feel and so when I tasted it I was like oh man this is like this is gonna be the hopped up on caffeine one <laughs> and then like two hours later this happened just yesterday, actually. And then two hours yesterday, or two hours later, two hours later, I was like working with every single person because we were doing stuff where we were had to all be together. And here I have my, my pocket knife out and I'm like ripping, you know, I'm, I'm labeling stuff and I'm like opening bags and shit. And my hand's all fucking jittery. And I'm like, ah, oh, that fucking, they labeled the wrong coffee for me. I know they did because... I have that other shit all the time. Anyway. You're so sensitive, man. That's crazy. I know. But then the only reason why it was like fresh in my mind and I knew which one it was was because I had had it the week before. So last week I had it at some point, but I didn't have a lot of it. But I know that I know that flavor. Like I know it exactly. Mm-hmm. Um Cause it's like all the things that go together. It's the drip machine that they use. Um, anyway, I I don't want to get too into how insane I am about like that stuff. But little minute details totally rock me when it comes to a lot of stuff. Unfortunately, like that's why I I can't do drugs. It just is not something that's not something I can do. Uh, I mean, that's probably good then. Probably. Um, is this is this the coffee place that is at the end of your road that uh, you can get breakfast buddies at? Yeah, this is breakfast buddy place. Yeah. Okay. I I want to put this on the record because I sent you that picture. Did you ever take a picture of the breakfast buddy sign? No, because my camera's fucked. Oh, you got to go there with Kim one of these days. I know. I find it hard to believe that you only have one thing that can take a picture too in your house. I'm pretty sure you probably have 17 ipod touches or macbooks or something you could bring down there and take a picture of it. i'm just gonna be that asshole with my ipad taking a picture exactly but for the listener there's something called a breakfast buddy that i discovered when i was out there two years ago two and a half years three going on three now maybe that i loved and i told you to get a thousand times and you you did and it's delicious right right it's just a classic breakfast sandwich on you can either get it on like a Kaiser roll or an English muffin or something, right? This one these that's the best part about this place. This place does it on their homemade bread. And that's yeah. what that's what makes it's, it like it is just a little like homemade Kaiser roll, but it is yeah. that is what makes the sandwich. And and they ask if you want it with cheese and they heat it up for you and they wrap it back up. And it's what, like four bucks or like two for six or something like that? Oh, it's cheap. It's, it's, uh, it's buck 99. It's like 280 or something. Yeah. It's yeah. 280. So then I'm walking in my neighborhood in Echo Park in Los Angeles, where a one bedroom, one bath house runs you about $600,000. And 
I'm walking near a, uh, a there's a place that you can walk up to and, and, and it's like a little hipster diner joint where you can get coffee or, you know, avocado toast or whatever. And I order my coffee and I look at the sign and the sign says today's special breakfast buddy. Right. And then it's like handwritten out. It's like brioche bun with egg, your choice, bacon or sausage, arugula and whatever else and it's i I think it was like 7.99 or nine dollars or something like that right (laughs) but i was just amazed that breakfast buddy had come out here it's it's, it's crazy it's like a natural progression right it's like that's that's one of a few things that's either Either that's a Northeast thing that we don't know about, like that's a thing from Boston or something. And someone moved out there and knew it. Exactly. Or someone is from Jeffersonville and remembers it and is now out here, which would be awesome. That is somehow (laughs) insanely possible because... Or even if it was just someone who went there to go skiing and stuff and stopped at that gas station one day. Good point. That's probable too. Yeah, actually that's probably more likely than someone moving here from Jeff. And the other idea is that it's just parallel thinking, and and they don't they don't intersect at all. It's just two people who are like breakfast buddy, breakfast buddy, which is like probably what happened. Yeah, but I was I was flabbergasted. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want me to tell my story? Which story? The story that you don't know about. Is this the one that? You, like a week and a half ago, you're like, we need to podcast. I got a story. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Let me hear it. Um, that way I can get it done in this episode or whatever. And yeah, yeah. Um, so I'll try not to get into any nitty gritties really. And I'll try to tell it fast. I'm going to time myself. <laughs> um, so let's call this guy. Um, what are we calling this guy? John. Let's call him John. Oh, there's aliases at work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Because, I mean, like, at some point he might listen. And, you know, I also, you know, I I, I was thinking about this the other day, too. I was listening back to a past episode. And I'm like, wow, I'm such a douchebag. Like, I'm, I'm judgy as fuck. And I judge people who will probably listen to this show. Also, I don't ever mean anything mean about it. So I'll just say that as a disclaimer. Um, yeah i i i I want to be a little more self-aware when we're talking now too because i come off like an idiot a lot of times so i'm gonna think before i speak now that's (laughs) that's that's fine i mean like maybe not fly off the handle at the you know the littlest petty things i think a lot of it is like the heat of the argument and stuff like that and and you know you don't want to deny who you are so it's it's kind of a good (laughs) (laughs) my natural state is loud idiot thanks Um, but like, anyway, I was, I think I was talking to someone the other day and I like told someone to listen to the show and then I was like, man, I wonder if I fucking, I wonder if I ever talked about them. I feel like I did talk about them. I wonder if it was good. And then I thought, man, I should just tell everybody like to, to, to listen and take it with a grain of salt. Then there's the flip side of that. And I've done this thing now where I've tried to test to see if people are listening who are like, yeah, I'll, I'll totally listen. And what I'll do is I'll just lie to them about my life because I tell them everything like about, I'm like, Oh, I tell everything in the podcast, obviously. So there are like three people. This is a test. Okay. They're all failing. (laughs) I tell, there are three people who think that not only am I not married, but I'm single living with a dog in in the backwoods of Vermont in a yurt. I told like three people that and I'm like, oh, yeah, and I podcast from time to time. You should really listen to it. Wait, why do you why do you tell them that you're single? Because I've talked about the fact that I'm married on this show. So you. Oh, so you want them to be like, hey, I need you're... to have some threads where they're like, oh, my God, you're doing what people do to find leaks in 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 like government and, and corporate positions. Yep. You're filtering in misinformation to different targets and seeing what you hear on the other side so you can track who's telling talking about you. Yep. You're a lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was brilliant, but I guess that's just me. Um, <laughs> they they can be they can be uh the, the one and the same. 
<laughs> I think they are, which is actually kind of a good segue for this, um, this story. So, oh man. So my mechanic left, right? The normal guy who's been working on my car. Um, my car, by the way, is ho- is here now. It's all, you know, whatever. I still have tons of shit to do to it. But I've been trying to get my other cars kind of in better shape to kind of get them through summer because I'm still running old cars. I have not replaced, you know, the, the TDI with a good new car yet. Mm-hmm. So, so Zach is gone. That's Zach's real name. Zach's gone. He's moving to Colorado um, to, like, spend time with his brother and stuff like that and do, like, restaurant things and stuff like that. Cool. Yep. His brother's, like, a, a, a head chef somewhere, and he, like, wants to start his own business and all this shit. And that guy's wife or girlfriend, like, owns a bakery, which is kind of sweet. So, also... I guess pun intended. Um, so we were talking and he's like, Oh, you should talk to this guy again. We're calling him John. So he's like, yeah, you should talk to this guy. And I'm like, Oh, I feel like I know that guy. I thought I met him once. And he gives me his number. We start texting and we have like this insane texting conversation. And I'm like, I love this guy. This guy's like totally me, but like, maybe crazier and we have like three threads going simultaneously like in the text you ever do that with someone you're just texting someone and it's just not sequential you're answering different questions like oh yeah because while you're writing your 16 paragraphs then they're off on another topic right exactly so anyway this is what happens and then i agree to like we're gonna go down and this is last saturday so this is a week ago today I'm like, I agree to go down and like meet up with him so that we can do some work on my car together. So I had shit going on during the whole day and whatever, and I did stuff, and I think I left at like 5 p.m. or something. I had to run around all of creation because I had to get a fucking um, a particular tool that I didn't have, and it took me like forever to find it. So anyway, finally I went to Home Depot and I found it. Um, what tool? It's a, a 30 millimeter socket. Yeah. Um, which like you can't find sockets that big in Vermont at just regular hardware stores. You have to go to the big fucking places. So then I go in the backwoods and whatever, and I finally get to this guy's place and I haven't had service for like 10 miles. So it's like desolate. I pull in this guy's driveway, and um, by pulling his driveway, I mean I take a left-hand turn into the bottom of what is a generally generally considered a very long driveway, and I have to do like a bunch of maneuvers to get my car in the driveway because there's nothing but cars everywhere. Okay, there's there's a car to the left of the driveway. There's a car all the way flush to the road at the end of the driveway and mm-hmm. then stacked in like, I guess like a uh, just side by side cars, just two cars each. The whole length of the driveway then is just two cars, two cars, two cars, two cars, two cars until it runs out of room until the driveway narrows down to one length. Then it's one car, one car, one car, one car, one car. And then off to the left of the driveway there are cars that are parked perpendicular on the grass to them. So then it's just row of cars. And then as I'm walking, I, I realize there's a row behind that and then a fence. So on this guy's one third of an acre of his entire acre, okay? One third, which would be like the front yard in the driveway, completely covered in vehicles. So, I guess Honest, honestly, that's how I feel most of your, like, the places you go. Yeah, I, that, I feel that's like that's the natural state of most of them. That's how you picture them. Yeah, I a- everything. Regard that's how I've always pictured every place you've gone in Vermont. <laughs> See, the thing is, like, that's not how. 
The thing that's crazy about it is that with very little effort, I'm pretty sure everyone would run and drive under its own power. That's the that's probably the next level that's that's here that I'm not really explaining. Everything here looks good. There's almost nothing about any of these vehicles that would be like this car can't drive at all because of obvious this or obvious that. Right. And not to mention, I mean, he's got a bunch of other stuff. I mean, there's tarps, there's, you know, like things covering things, there's trailers. It's like it's like how a child would put together their, you know, like like a fort times your entire property, right? It, it's it's unreal. I mean, there's just and everywhere you look there are good parts. It's not even like, um, like it's garbage outside, right? Because pe most people would do that, and like, I think I passed like three or four houses on the way to this guy that had cars in the yard, but they were all rusted out pieces of American garbage, right? It's like a truck bed that like should have been scrapped, you know. It's like stuff like that, an old plow, um, you know, a fire truck that was long, long retired, you know, and definitely doesn't will never roll again you know sort of stuff like wheels sunken into the ground kind of deal this mm -hmm. guy had like a pile of parts and then you'd look really closely and you'd be like those are like really expensive rims or you know like they're they're like the aftermarket reproduction of like something super specific that you see kids rolling into car shows with it's like really nice stuff he has not gaudy stuff tasteful everything tasteful and everything nice i mean so anyway we keep going i walk in the house we talk whatever um turns out i've met this guy before at a car show in Vermont. Um, and this guy's show or this guy at the show, like won an entire category. He, he won, um, best hood ride, um, which is like a ratted out car. It's like how it's kind of how I like to have my cars. So anyway, he, you know, this guy, John had this all set up this way. Um, and super into Volkswagens. What I find out is he worked for Volkswagen for a really long time in the parts department. He's really into pit bulls. He's got like eight pit bulls and they're all adorable. They're all like the nicest fucking dogs. They're so smiley. Oh, they're so adorable. And, and I, he made me dinner, which was super nice. Um, but it was, it was just, it was just, um, it was an amazing experience, man. I, I can't even like, there's no, I can't podcast about this well because you can't feel how I feel about it. Like the parts that he had were, it's not even like the best stuff that a collector would have. And the collector would show you like the five best things that he or she had. Mm -hmm. This guy had just tonnage of amazing stuff that. Not only would he not sell, okay, this is that's maybe the funniest part, right? He doesn't sell anything, okay, which is right. why he has all the stuff he has. But all does he of, use everything he has though, or is he, does he just have it? No, everything has. There's, there's a. This is two twofold. The way I will describe this is he knows the entire history on every single item he has. And he has an idea, okay, and a goal for each item and what it's going to be used for. Right, but is he... Uh, That's it. Does he have so many things, even though he knows what he's going to use it for, but there are projects that are not being completed? Correct. So there's a little bit of a, 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 a hoarderness to it, even though he's justifying it with, with like his intent. Not only is there a hoarderness to it, he's a full-blown hoarder. Right. I just wanted to make that clear. <laughs> I wanted you to come to that conclusion yourself, but it's he's a hoarder, but it's not hoarder things. It's not like like you would go you would see an actual hoarder 
and an actual hoarder would have garbage. Like, you know. Well, so, I mean, there's different levels of hoarder. True, true, true. But this guy has all good stuff. I, it's, like I said, it's not like, like, it, it, he's the kind of guy who, who will have, someone will be like, oh yeah, I've never seen that part. Like, I know that that exists as a thing, and I've never seen one. And he'll be like, oh, you mean this? Mm-hmm. And he'll go to a certain section of a certain room. He'll open a drawer. He'll pull a box out, okay? Not only is that part new in box and genuine, okay? But he has the part number on it, okay, from factory. And he has another one somewhere, probably right. one that's in use. You know what I mean? So there were a couple things. Like, he gave me, like, stuff I couldn't find anywhere. Like, um, the part numbers for parts i wrote them down i was like this is amazing i got i gotta write these part numbers down and i've already bought a couple things that he had that i was like i didn't know how i was ever gonna google that would would have taken me a uh you know three separate sessions of googling for like 40 minutes to find even one of them and because this guy has all the part numbers i can just get them from him which is incredible and by the way this is all stuff that's no longer available you know this is stuff that has not been produced in 15 years minimum, all, most of this stuff. What? Right. So, anyway, we we end up talking forever. Um, oh, he, he has a son, and his son was there. Um, his son is, is little John. <laughs> not li- not little John, but... And, and not... Not a... Uh... Robin Hood's buddy, Little John. Right, not that one either. But basically Johnny. So it's like John and Johnny kind of deal, you know? Um, So his son is 11, super normal somehow. And um, his ex-wife came and picked up the kid at some point and whatever. And then it was just like, it was basically at that point us then going out into the like, you know, kind of light rain and working on my car and doing certain things and whatnot. And, and that's really the story, but uh, he has probably 12 projects in his mind that he thinks he's going to finish, like for sure going to finish, which like, I'm not saying he's not going to, I, I think he might, but he's the kind of guy who's like all the other things of life are happening to him. Like he's got a kid, he's got, a job he's got to you know make money so that he can pay his mortgage he's got to do all of the normal things people have to do that hinder him from doing his projects now i'm gonna say this too and this is just a separate comment just so that you know like the caliber he has no less than one hundred thousand dollars worth of very good Volkswagen parts and just stuff. No less. Okay. And like, how do you live? How do you live with like that much inventory, physical inventory, and you have the knowledge? Okay. To not only do you, he's a self-taught mechanic and he's very mm-hmm. good. I've seen the stuff he builds, right? He, this is the kind of guy who is, is so he's wicked into fabrication he is a he's a he's done carpentry and stuff like that this is a great guy to know mm-hmm. um how do you get to a point where you're so good at all of that stuff and and yet you're not prioritizing certain things, I guess. That's the thing that that blows my mind. I I get it because a lot of the stuff is when are you going to see another one? You know, you might not you might have to travel to Tennessee to get another one. You know what I mean? And this is he's got such an eye for detail that when he was under my car, okay, he said something that blew my mind. I've never no one ever once has said this to me about this car and so and a ton of people have taken you know have looked at this car this guy goes wait a minute this car didn't have factory 
manual steering did it. And I was like, no. He goes, you installed the manual steering rack? And I go, yeah. And he goes, where did you get this bottom link? And that might mean nothing to anyone unless you're into Volkswagens. But they effectively only had this one part on cars in the States for like two years. Um, He seems to think it was one year. I thought it was two. But it's a part that is very hard to find. Mostly what people do is they modify their steering systems to, to take out power steering, basically. You're, you're deleting the power steering because you have to constantly replace lines when they're old car when they get when the cars get old. Um, and it was just something that I thought I would do right. And so I found a guy who had the part. I drove to Pennsylvania for it. I picked it up. We installed it. And I got the car on the road that way. And this was, you know, maybe six, seven years ago already. And it's just one of those things that, like, he noticed that one detail, which no one else has ever once mentioned to me um, or thought it was a big deal. And I said, oh, well, why? Do you have one? And he was like, no. He goes, I've he's like, I've driven cars with them. He's like, but I've never owned a car, you know that had a, an actual manual steering rack. He's like, they're so hard to find. So I just, it's just the, the attention to detail is what blew my fucking mind. Also all the parts. I mean, I'm still dreaming of parts that I would, I could, I could take like on level of like the best to the worst cars. I could take, Not his best car, not his second best car. Let's jump all the way down to his seventh best car, okay? I could take that same level, let's call it seventh best. Let's see, seven iterations of all these different things, which he probably does. I could find the seventh best thing of all of the shit to make a car, and that car would, like, win a car show. That's how nice this shit is. So, anyway, I'm excited to have it.